up my glam fam do you like that i'm pretending that i'm rihanna um and that you guys are my rihanna navy um so one day i feel the glam fam is gonna be real huge um it could also be confusing because i would at that point have a glam squad as well even though i don't trust anyone with my face and so we'll just have to cross that bridge when we come to it. Anyway, I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, I think I'm committing to Tuesdays for real. I'm going to try and commit to having these come out Monday night at midnight for Tuesday. Because we all know in the thruple of our week, that is not what I meant, but in, <laughs> in the middle of our week, uh, we need something to look forward to. So that's what I was thinking. Okay, I just want to say... Wes and I are going to Mexico soon, and I know what you're thinking. Lino, you're just too blessed to be stressed. But the thing is, um, going on a vacation is stressful in and of itself as a woman over 30 when you're in a bathing suit, especially after you've had a hip injury and you're going with another couple, and there's just a lot to consider. And you've been living through a global pandemic. Um so here are some of the issues I am currently facing, which I realize are extreme privileges. However, let's just go through them, shall we? So my husband, he can pack the night before. He doesn't have to worry about getting the organic sunscreen. Uh, he doesn't worry about the reef. I'm just kidding. He is very reef conscious. Um, he doesn't worry about a spray tan. He doesn't worry about his pedicure. He doesn't worry about how he's going to maintain his nails once he's there uh, at the at the resort. He's not worried about his second second application of spray tan. He's not worried about once he gets his nails done. What happens if the sand dulls the pedicure? Should I get a gel? Should I get regular polish? Should I bring that polish with me to reapply and brighten it up? You guys, not to mention I have a new hairstyle. How's that going to react to the to the ocean air? One cannot be sure. Also, I'm like, do they have Casamigos? Because I'm going to need it. This 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 whole experience of even getting down there has me has me stressed. But what a blessing! What a blessing that I even get to go. Okay, so we're going to this place. And I'm not telling you when we're going. And don't try to rob me because I have cameras all over the place in here. Wes is like a doomsday prepper. So don't you even think about it. Um, I am going to lock my closet just in case. Okay. I, I, won't, I won't be taken for Kyle Richards. Okay. So we're going to the Casa del Whatever. And the part I'm most concerned about is the hour drive from the airport to the casa listen i don't know where the cartel is hiding out or if they're doing you know google searches on their guests but i have a feeling i would fare well as a prostitute in mexico and i hope they don't turn me into a sex slave that's what i'm worried about on the drive okay so if i go missing you'll know that i sort of thought that this is a possibility um okay so anyway if you hear me shuffling papers it's because i'm preparing you for a very interesting segment um okay so the thing is you guys i'm like oh my god it's been a while since i've used my spray tan stuff will my spray tan um stand the test of time or do i need to get a spray tan ahead of time like a professional spray tan and not like my own where i use a mitt do I need to use, do I need to do that and then, um, and then just like reapply my own? Okay, so there's a process to all this, straight men. Are you ready for the process? You cannot get your nails done and your pedicure done after you get a spray tan because you certainly can't do it right after because obviously the water will wash it off. And you can't do it like the day after because... In a way, it can be good and bad. If you tell them not to scrub anything, you can do it that way. And if your hands are screwed up from the spray tan, you could do it that way. 
But typically what I like to do is go get my nails done and then spray it all down with the violet tanner. I get a medium at Palm, Palm Beach Tan. Maybe they could be a sponsor. Okay, so I get a medium. So, but I really hate the way that, it, for, for whatever reason, the way that the chemicals interact with my pheromones, you know that's not an organic thing at all. Um, it just creates this waffles odor. Um, in fact, some have nicked me, nicknamed me Baby Waffles uh, in the past because I sort of smell like a light BO version of maple syrup and waffles. And <laughs> it just sort of lingers for the first two days. For whatever reason, the way it interacts in my armpit is like my body wants to like clear the scent. So typically, I've been doing it myself lately. I use the Josie Moran oil. It's on my Amazon influencer page. I use the mitt. I don't even do it to my knuckles. I do it to my, well, I guess my first set of knuckles. So like my fist, if you make a fist, the first set that's like closest to your wrist, that's where I stop. Okay. Don't even F with the fingers, guys. As I told you last episode, I've been doing spray tanning since sixth grade. So just stick with my advice. Okay. Especially when you're like a pale Polish woman like myself. Like I am clear right now. Um, okay. So, but I've been doing Pilates. I definitely don't feel as self-conscious about my actual bod on this vacay. Cause I'm like, it is what it is, hoes. But here's the thing, you guys. I used to be able to like, okay, I'm going to like not eat bread for two weeks and like, you know, no alcohol, duh. And just sort of shred it for two weeks. And here we are. I'm, I'm good. Well, 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 there's a little thing called genetics catching up with me and I'm not pleased. Uh, the cellulite ratio right now, did you guys know that they number your cellulite? So like there's a scale from one to 10, one being the lowest. I'm a three slash four. Didn't love that. Didn't love that. I was like, what's the slash four for? Also, imagine a straight male giving you this rating, because that's who my masseur was, straight male. But, you know, they're like, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He's super nice. But when he was massaging me, his hands reminded me of a woman. And so right away, I forgot that there was even a man. And he was telling me about his wife and whatever. And so I'm like, you know, not uncomfortable. Okay, so anyway. So he's like, I can do a series of treatments on you before you leave. He's like, so you're more interested in like a body treatment. Because I told him, I want the lymphatic drainage massage. He's like, so you're more interested in a body treatment. I said, yes, I am, John. I certainly am. And he said, okay, no problem. Um, he texted me He texted me last week. And this is what he says. I, I think he's not aware that there's a global pandemic going on. Because this is exactly what John said. He says... Oh, I forgot about this part. He also talked about doing some cupping. So that's to release that fascia. It's called the fascia tissue on your baby behind and back of your legs, which is where I have the problem. Like, I don't have anything on the front, really. Just in the back. Lovely. Lovely. Okay, so he says, hi, Lindsay. Spells my name wrong. Pet peeve. He says, I do have cups for the cupping for the 80-minute massage we spoke about. I would like to offer an alternate treatment plan for you to consider. For the best results before you tr- before your trip, we should aim for two treatment sessions a week for three weeks. They would be about 45 minutes long, targeted on the hamstrings, gluteals, thighs, and stomach. I would charge the same, an 80-minute, but split it into two different sessions. Let me know what you think. Okay, guys, just say something. The 50 minute is 120. So the 80 minute is statutory rape is what it is. And three sessions. I'm sorry, two. Okay, so whatever. So this is two treatment sessions for three. I don't know, you guys. I can't do the long division. Anyway, you get it. It's expensive as shit. I'm like, this is why you have to be rich when you're older because the maintenance fees, they just go way up. Now, I haven't even done the Botox. I said to Wes, I, I, I'm not even doing the Botox before the trip. He's like, you don't need it. And I'm like, you don't know. Okay. I'm hiding behind airbrush fil- filters. Um, but it is time. You know, it is, it is that time. So 
I'm adding all this up in my head and I'm like, this is really something that should be discussed because the men need to understand there is pre-cost to a vacation. And if you think it's cheap, it's not. Because if you're me, okay, you got to get your hair highlighted. Duh, I need to have fresh blonde. So that's $250 minimum. Then I have to get my tan. That's another $50. We're at $300. I'm going to lose track here in a minute. Okay. Then I need my fascia treatments. Those are, let's say, 1000 bucks. Okay. Then I need my Botox. That's $500. What are we at? Three, uh, eh. I see I lost it. Okay, but we're already talking about a $5,000 entry fee to me going on vacation. This doesn't even include the new clothes I need for the trip, and we're going with a couple. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I need to like look really cute at every meal. And I don't want to wear things that they've already seen on my Instagram. Duh. Anyway, I've been on the Poshmark. I've been doing all the things. Have you guys been on Poshmark where they don't send you something? Because um, that's infuriating. However, this woman that did send me something, sometimes they, they leave a note. People, like, make this into their whole, um, like, side business. Okay? Here's the note she sends me. It says, thank you so much for supporting my Poshmark business, especially during these uncertain times. Thank you for acknowledging, Jenny. That's, that's how she signed it. That there are uncertain times and there is, in fact, a pandemic. I do appreciate you no noting that in your business model. Okay, and in case I've put you to sleep thus far, this is where it gets good. She says, I hope this finds you well, and the wiener enjoys the jacket. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going back over. I'm like, am I reading this wrong? Like, am I blacked out tired from another expose at Target? The wiener enjoys the jacket. Like, I'm like, what is this word? It's, hand it's a handwritten note. Like, she wrote wiener. That it's W-E-A-N-E-N. R. Yeah. W-E-A-N-E-R. Yeah. Enjoys the jacket. Thanks again for supporting my business. Happy poshing Jenny. I'm like, you know, this girl has really lovely handwriting, so I don't think that she's a nympho like all you guys using the whipped cream on Valentine's Day. But I show this to West. I'm like, I'm making his lunch and I'm like, hey, by the way, look at this note I got. I read, him the, I read him the passage. I hope this finds you well and the wiener enjoys the jacket. And I start dying laughing because I'm deliriously tired. And he goes, let me see that. He reads it and he's like, I hope this finds you well. And the, he's like, it's the wearer. He's like, how did you not know that? I'm like, I'm not a scientist, okay? She wrote an N. So anyway, she didn't connect the bridge of her R where it bubbles in and then goes back out. And that's, um, I'm going to say something. That's, that's a big mistake in this case. And if she worked at an elementary school, she'd be hashtag, you know, in prison. So I'm going to correct your handwriting, everyone. Word to the wise for those kids doing virtual school. Okay. Um, so then I mentioned that I'm uh, incredibly tired. And that's because... Uh, late at night, I get all these ideas in my head. And you may know that I'm right at the stage in life where I'm thinking about kids. I'm 33, almost 34. And I'm thinking about kids and I'm thinking, well, there's really no time like the present. I guess I have to get on this sooner than later, you know. And um, we've just sort of been keeping it light and easy with that. And so I have been reading about... In my particular situation, what is the best thing to do? Because I'm thinking, you know, down the road, I'm going to have my parents are going to be older. And are there advantages and disadvantages to being the only one that, you know, I'm going to be the only one caring. Wes and I will be the only people caring for them. And so will there be, is it helpful to have children? Is it not helpful? I'm just thinking about the whole scenario. Like how could it go? I'm just like reading stuff from other people. Okay. So I read this whole article on this site. We have kids. And it's called The Advantages and Disadvantages of Being an Only Child. Okay, that is not what I Googled. I said, should I have kids as an only child? And I was sort of trying to get to, like, how many should I have? Like, I don't know how to raise siblings because like, I've never been a sibling. So, okay, th these are the questions that keep me up at night. Also, why is my brain thinking about this at midnight? I have work to do. Um, anyway, I've found that you can really find... Some wet and wild, 
comments on these parenting articles, and they just take turns. Um, I, I want to share a couple of them with you. So basically, there's, um, there's like a chart that shows like how you can be more attached to your parents if you're an only, but also how you can also be like individualized in certain ways and how it can make you stronger. And so it's sort of going through this. And I, I don't know. It just caught my eye. So I'm going to take you through some of them now. So there's a whole range and gamut of emotion going on here. Some people are like, <laughs> okay. Sam said, I have a twin brother and it's hell. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. That is something that no one can control. So very good. Um, Katie Bird said, I am an only child and I've hated it since I knew what it was. I will bury my parents alone. I was burdened with the ghosts of the parental failures as well. So much pressure you can't imagine. Never mind the loneliness. The intense sense that we are as only as the first and the last. That we have no one to distract. The ever-peering eye. The constant need to rise to the occasion and dance monkey dance. If, mom, if my mom wished she had played the piano better, I had to attend Juilliard. Had my father wished his law career more successful... I had to attend Harvard. It's never enough. When they put their eggs in one basket, they bank on you to fulfill all the slack they left. Giant shoes that keep growing as you get older. And then they hit the middle-aged gauntlet. You're taking one to chemo and the other's getting an EKG. I'm sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> the other's getting an EKG to clear them for a new knee. And lo and behold, there's a blockage. <laughs> sorry, you guys. And who do you call? No one. And through all this, you get to be them grandchildren. I don't know what that means. Um, so that was uplifting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's one way of looking at it. I was like, wow, dude. Someone's having a bad day. Um... <laughs> The person named Fuck You said, how about more hate F on your mother? <laughs> if you're the only child, my mom is a bitch. Sorry to hear that, Fuck You. <laughs> oh my God, I could do this all day. It's just, I mean, you know, I normally take, I feel like I covered the glam part in the beginning, but now here we are. Um, This is, this is where we are. And there was one really sad one about when you have it, when you have, when you're sort of like an only child, but you have a sibling with a disability. Very interesting perspective. I invite everyone to read this. I think it's a good article. Um, being adopted, different things. All right. This is my favorite one. It's from Justin. He says, in my opinion, there will be both advantages and disadvantages being an only child. I'm an only child and growing up without any siblings was really hard because I used to fight with my mom a lot and almost all the time felt like I had no backup with my dad being at work a lot. It really takes a toll on a kid. Doesn't really help that my mom used to watch Full House all the time. <laughs> I first found out what siblings are by getting hooked on <laughs> I first found out what siblings are by getting hooked on Alvin and the Chipmunks when I was young, and surprisingly, I loved it when Simon and Alvin when Simon and Alvin would fight. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Made me wish I could have a sibling to fight with, <laughs> and when Alvin would stand up for Theo. When he would get bullied, made me wish that I had a younger sibling to protect. Wow. That is, that is a lot to unpack. I don't know why this gets me so much, you guys. I'm just like, what is happening in the world? Now, some of these stories are truly sad. And I'm not going to take you through them because I basically was almost on the verge of tears looking for this Full House story the other day. Uh, or this Full House story that I just went through. Um... <laughs> Here's another good one. Zara, Zara Rusta says, hi, folks. <laughs> I can't stop. Hi, folks. It's better to be an only child in the family because we don't have to share and care for little dimwits. Fair point. Fair point. 
Um, it's been anyway. This this article has been incredibly helpful. Just really, really good. Anyway, I read it and made me feel very lucky that my parents were not abusive and or I, that I'm not a little emperor. So um, if you don't know what that is, check out the article. I can link it for you if you need to. Um, anyway, you know, I've been saying that some things are getting on my nerves. And, uh, well, I said that at the beginning. And that's because people are just popping off left and right. In fact, I'm currently wearing a wrist brace because today at the dog park, and that you got um, a little rowdy with someone else's toy. I'm trying to get it back from him forever, like forever. I'm pulling it, pulling it, pulling it, trying to get it out of his mouth. And this other man had to come help me. Wes had to pick me up. It was like a whole thing. Um, from the, He had to pick me up from the dog park because I was like, I cannot hold the leash. My wrist hurts so bad from pulling this toy out of his mouth and he was just death grip on it I mean he holds on so tight that we can like twirl him around just from his um jaw like holding on to a toy so um so anyway he was just on one today he was humping all the dogs and he's normally quite good I feel like I say this every time hmm uh anyway he's normally quite good but Today, he was feeling a little hormonal and wanted to get his rocks off, apparently. So, he, um, it was, anyway, this older man says to me, and much older, I mean, he walks with a cane, and I'm thinking, what are you doing here, pal? There's a lot of landmines for you to fall down, but, okay, sure. So, this older man says to me, he's really well-trained, huh? And I think, you, I, I couldn't totally hear him at first because I had my earbuds in. But when I took them out, I was like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, you motherfucker, I will beat you with that cane. And I don't care if I get charged for elder abuse. How dare you um, criticize my parenting? And so I'm like, also, you're not here every day. You have no idea what the norms are over here, pal. Uh why don't you stay on your side of the gang and I'll stay on mine, okay? Don't know what kind of dog he had, but I'm like, I hope he pulls you into traffic. Okay, that was dark. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I also would never beat someone with a cane. That's a joke. Okay, so that's pissing me right off. Also, I'm not sure if everyone saw, but Hillary Duff dyed her hair blue. And it really, I mean, it is so bright blue. It is the color of my Just Water, um, 100% spring water, sustainably sourced, in a plant-based carton uh, from Brooklyn. And if you want this water, I invite you to start saving your pennies because it's 30 bucks a pack for 24. It is more than a dollar a bottle. And um, I have to drink it because basically water is tainted in the world and this is special water, okay? So um, anyway... That's the color of Hillary Duff's hair, and it's aggressive. But, you know, at a time, I wanted that color. Not on my whole head, though. I mean, she she is truly a smurf with the hair color. So that's something to have a look at. And in, in other hair news, hairstyle news, all the guys... Now, I, I told this to Wes a year ago. I said, I really want you to dye your hair bleach blonde. And he said, abso-effing-lutely not. He's like, what am I going to go to a broker's meeting with bleach blonde hair? I said, I don't see why not. Like, you're basically an independent contractor. I mean, that's sort of how they work. And he's like, uh, no. Sometimes Wes is so traditional. I'm like, live a little, boo. Anyway, so now all the guys. I can think of like three guys off the top of my head. Lord Disick, full-blown bleach blonde hair. If you remember back in the day, Zach Efron, bleach blonde hair. Machine Gun Kelly, bleach blonde hair. And there's someone else. There is someone else who just did it who looks. Oh, who did it? It's not Zane. It's not Nick Jonas. I don't think it's Joe Jonas, although he would probably pull it off well. Uh, hold on. Let me go to my photos. Do I have it? Do I have it? Tell me I do. Tell me I have it. Well, the Scott Disick photo is just so alarming. Also, why is he dating Amelia Hamlin, guys? Why is that happening? That's just so old and creepy. Also, I don't really like her. I don't really like Lisa Rinna's kids, if I'm being honest. Maybe the Delilah Bell, but I just, I don't know. I'm not really very impressed by them. They don't seem very smart. Um... 
Like, Gigi and Bella seem like actual smart people. And that's just what I want to say about that. Um, okay, also... Anyway, there's another blonde guy with blonde hair that is driving me. I feel like it's like Rob Kardashian. It's someone like really obvious. Ugh, you're probably screaming it into the into the car or wherever you're listening to this. But um, the point is, people are dying their hair blonde, blonde and Wes won't. And I'm not pleased. And I blame Zoom because I'm like, without Zoom, I would have a bleach blonde boo. And uh, we'd take it all the way back to seventh grade when all the homies had French tips. Now, or not <laughs> frosted tips, pardon me. Um, going back in that direction, that was a wild time, wasn't it? Remember when Justin Timberlake had the frosty blonde Oof. and the rib turtlenecks? When I saw a dude in, when I was in seventh grade and a ribbed turtleneck, I was like, oh yeah, that's the stuff. Uh, now I'm like, <laughs> he's, you know, probably been to prison. Okay, so Chris Jenner is launching a beauty line. Do we need a beauty line from every single person? I, I have an announcement. I am not launching a beauty line. You may have been wondering that because... Literally every single person on earth is launching a, a beauty line. I think where it lost me, all the beauty brand stuff, is with Millie Bobby Brown. I thought to myself, Lino, Millie Bobby Brown, that name is insane, first of all. Second of all, uh, Millie Bobby Brown doesn't need a beauty line, Nine, nor does... Uh, nay. Nor does Selena Gomez. That's rare beauty. Why? Why? Rihanna. We have Rihanna. We have Lady Gaga. Um, we have Kim. Obviously, we have Kylie. Obviously. Now Kris Jenner's doing it. It's like, it feels like three years late. If you're going to do that, do it way, way, way back. Lisa Rinna has one, which also feels late. Um, give them Lala Beauty has one. And can I just say, you guys, maybe it's pregnancy, but her lips are so this is Lala from Vanderpump Rules her lips are so filled it looks literally insane like your lips should have a little bit of a crevice hers are like a rectangle now they're wild that plus the microblading and she's selling a beauty I'm like who is buying this stuff and I know it does well and sometimes the products are good let me tell you something KKW don't like the blushes, still wear them, get compliments every time I wear them. But what I don't like about them is how they don't last. Like by the end of the day, they're very um, splotchy. But when you first put them on, they're gorgine. Okay. Then their lipsticks though are fantastic. The lipstick is fantastic. And that's really all I've tried. Oh, that, that angled brush thing broke right away. Did I tell you that? I hope I didn't. Broke right away. So I'm looking at a couple other products, but I, I, I don't think these things have been vetted that much. My girlfriend has a skincare line, and I can tell you that her product is 10 times the quality of the KKW Beauty line. I mean, what does that tell you? And then let me also just say, I ordered Skims for a client. I'm looking through, you know, like I've, I've ordered sort of the boob tape, and um, in doing so... Uh, I was pretty unimpressed with like the package. I mean, it's just, it just comes in a normal brown box and like a little baggie, like a clear little baggie. So I'm realizing that they are not about quality. They are all about volume and quantity because I was thinking, why is Kim Kardashian like dressed up like a mauve and honey um, sea urchin? Like why is she, why does she have like an octopus on her head like in this flower garden in this latest uh, mixed mauve and I don't know flat honey or oh matte mauve and matte honey I believe and I'm like what is happening here like why do we need so many and then and then right after that they released the red skims line with the billboard on on uh, sunset and I'm like and it's the first time doing color because they have red. And I'm like, 
they're just churning stuff out. Like, why don't they just like keep making some of the same stuff for a while? Like I'm actually, I was going through the KKW beauty website because I was looking for, I wanted some, speaking of expenses for Mexico, I wanted some lipsticks that would like really pop. So like a, like a neon coral and like a neon pink, not neon pink, but like a neon magenta, you know, because I like like when you're doing a glam look in a beachy town to just do like slick back hair and a bright lip like I think it's in like a bronzy glow I think that's really pretty so that was my aesthetic for this trip well it's I don't think it's happening because I was so goddamn confused by which shit I need to shop it's not divided by well it is I mean you could shop it by like lips face whatever eyes whatever but then they also have it arranged by collection. And the collection names make no effing sense. Literally no effing sense. And another thing that doesn't make sense and is also related to Honey is that Drew Barrymore is in a Garnier commercial. And I don't know if you've seen it, but she is dressed up. That's right. She is in costume as a bumblebee. And it's not like a Halloween costume that I wore as a a one-year-old and pretended to fly around the house oh wait that was my two-year-old I think okay anyway that was one of my first Halloween costumes you get the point I'll try and find a pic no Drew Barrymore is wearing like what is a poor man's attempt at like an outfit that's like bee inspired it's like a shaggy fur coat that like maybe I would wear but it's like been patched together with like different tones of like bee shades so there's like brown you got to see this thing, you guys. I'm, I'm going to have to post a picture of it. You know, I sometimes get lazy with my posts. You know, podcasting, they don't tell you. Oh, then you have to make a witty caption. Then you have to find all the photo references for all the shit you're talking about. It's like, uh, can I get a producer up in here? Anyways, <clears throat> beggars can't be choosers. Oh, I thought of the other guy who has the bleach blonde hair. Duh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. I knew it was close to the tipper. Like, okay. So it's Justin Bieber. Okay. So no one cares. So go look at the Garnier commercial. I'm like, you would have had to pay me a lot of freaking money to get in that B costume. Um, but you know, I made, I made what I realized was an insensitive remark, uh, not too long ago that was on my Instagram story. And I said, uh, take away or, or bring back this, this Drew, and it was the Drew with Cameron Diaz where they're walking down the street with a bottle of Dom. She's got her butterfly tat over her Vigite showing and like a ripped tank and leather pants. And that's the Drew that I, I know and love. And I'm like, enough of this taupe and burnt orange and mustard colored dresses. Um, I'm not really into it. Well, she's a mother now. And, you know, then I watched an interview with her on Howard Stern that just happened recently and she's talking about her relationship with her mom and how difficult it was and how she raises her girls really differently and stuff. And I'm thinking, don't overcorrect. But um, so I just want to apologize for my remarks um, on that. And, you know, to each their own with the, with the childbearing. Okay. Uh, or rearing. Anyway. Both? I don't know. So then a little something shows up in my inbox. And it's called the Arlington Community Learning Guide. So this is like adult education through the Arlington Public Schools that you can receive if you pay uh, as a resident. And I have taken some of these classes, you guys, and I found them very helpful. I really liked the writing classes I took and... Um, during the pandemic when nothing was going on, I was taking some writing classes. So I enjoyed that. Um, however, you know, I, I always sort of look around and to say, hmm, what kind of classes are they offering now? Just just seeing if anything catches my eye or whatever. Not that I am planning on taking literally anything else on. And they always have like computer skills for old people and like creating your YouTube channel. Okay. Public speaking for beginners. They have stuff like this. But then... I start to see some other shows or some, <laughs> I start to see some other classes and uh, there's some that I think might interest you guys. And I just wanted to make you aware of some of these classes that are now available. Um, okay. So there's 
and I think that I think the art classes would be cool too. But I just you know I don't have I don't have that kind of time. But uh, here's one. It's called the Medieval Art and Illuminated Manuscripts class. Here's what it says: With the fall of the Western Roman Empire, classically and okay, I'm already asleep. I've literally already fallen asleep. I hated school, you guys. My parents had to pay me to get through senior year. Don't tell your kids that. It's not a good look. But um, they did. And they had to bribe me. And that's something that I... I feel like that was the beginning of my life as an entrepreneur. And I wear that as a badge of honor. Okay. Um, you know... Another class you can take, just in case anyone's interested, is a taste of summer soups in Russia, no less. Now, listen, I, I can understand a summer soup. Who doesn't love a gazpacho? You know what I'm saying? But I uh, didn't see the Russia coming. That was a curveball. Learn how to make Russian traditional soups. Didn't even know soup was so particular to Russia. Russia. <laughs> Russia. Um, okay, and then there's there's just a couple others I want to take you through, and bear with me. Um, one is called Online Painting with Jane. Oh, well, that's helpful. Who the hell is Jane? No one freaking knows her. Um, okay, the other ones are just really, really boring. Just super, yeah, smartphone photography. <laughs> Can you imagine being in that class? I mean, I've done these, they have great teachers at this program, but it's really pretty wild. Then they have some that I'm like, okay, these are actually really interesting. Fascinating fashions of the Victorian era, um, fashion history and popular historical film and television, hashtag I lived it, JK. Um, hat making, the art of mil millinery, so that's hat making. Uh, anyway, I'm like, those would be fun if I like had nothing to do and was retired. Okay, so anyway, enough about dumb, dumb adult education. We're not doing it. My point is, how much more specific could they be? The soups of Russia. I'm like, that's, I mean, I wonder what kind of a crowd they draw. That would be like me teaching a class that's like, I'm teaching styling that's for kids only. No, I don't want to style adults. I'm just only teaching how to style a child. Pointless. Hashtag pointless. But okay. Um, okay, anyway, so the Golden Globes were on, you guys, and my, oh my, were they painful. It was some of the worst work I've ever seen, and I thought, wow, they're going to be, like, supercharged to get this going and make it really good, and even the jokes weren't funny. There was just nothing, <sighs> God, it was rough, it was so rough, and then the real awkward part was... I don't know if you guys have heard about that new movie that's coming out or is out, Music, with Kate Hudson, and it's directed by Sia, the singer, who never shows her face, and is always hanging from a chandelier, and then they had, and so it's about an autistic girl who uses music or something, I don't know, and, well, they didn't cast an autistic girl, like a true autistic person, and they're in big, big trouble, and uh, they made a, the, the ladies... Tina Fey and Amy Poehler made a joke at the expense of the director and said, like, it's super problematic. And they're panning right to the director. And no one, apparently no one has an issue with this. I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, they, they cast that Maddie Ziegler girl that's in all of Sia's other stuff. And I'm like, are they, they must have, like, an exclusivity contract with each other. It's getting real weird. Um so that was the most interesting part of the globes, and that's not even that interesting. I really I don't have much to add. The outfits were not good, um, and uh, honestly, they were so dull that I didn't even really have much to say in my burn book. I did another burn book. By the way, here's a dicey thing about committing to a burn book. Okay, I'm doing a burn book tonight, but I haven't seen any of the looks. How do I know that they're going to be burn worthy looks? How do I know that they're even special enough to burn? Anyway, I miss the good old days of everyone feeling real gleeful about themselves and just, you know, people coming out in dresses that would normally wear pants and all kinds of things. I miss it all. I miss it all. Take me back. Um, I heard that Texas and, Texas and Mississippi are going to be no masks. And I'm like, I just wonder how long that's going to take here and for the rest of you. I mean, California, it's, that's not going to happen for another five years. I think we can all agree. But um, it does seem to be picking up here. 
So not mask wise at all, but just business wise. So hopefully, hopefully we'll keep trending in that direction. Um, the last thing I want to tell you is that as, as I may have mentioned, which I don't know because I've recorded this in two different days, I am going to Mexico and we're going with a couple of friends and I'm going to try to podcast from Mexico. I have all the equipment and what I don't have is a lot of motivation. Um, I looked at my podcast analytics and I really think you guys need to be shouting the two glam from the rooftops. Now, uh, I do think they're incorrect because it says my first episode only has five people that have listened to it. (laughs) So I don't think that's accurate. Um, however, I would love, love, love if you could post this podcast to your story, even though it may be one of my worst ones. Okay. So going to Mexico and our, we're going with a couple friends. This is our first trip with another couple other than like my parents or Wes's family or whatever. And so the other chick in the couple is saying to me, she's like, okay, I've looked into this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I'm thinking, this is great. Like, I don't have to do any of this. I probably wouldn't do it anyway. Like, Wes and I just sort of fly by the seat of our pants. When we go on vacation, it's like we talked to the hotel that day. When we get there, see maybe what we'll set up. Usually end up doing nothing and sitting by the pool the, the whole time and just going out to dinner. That's, like, pretty much how we spend our time. We, like, go to the pool, nap, um, and then eat. And, of course, you know, Wes doesn't mind a cocktail here and there. And, and nor do I. Not to single them out. So, um, so I'm thinking, anyway, she's looking into reservations. She's like, I'm making sure we have a dinner reservation for when we get there. I'm like, okay. And she's like, and then I was thinking, you know, we could do one of the cenotes. Like, here's a list of like recommended cenotes. I'm like, wow, you're like passionate about research. Like whatever you think, you know, and, um, which I love in an individual. Like, the less I have to do, the better. Okay, but here's here's where she lost me. She says, oh, and I booked, um, I made a reservation for four for a seven-course chef's tasting menu. I was like, eee. that's my attempt at screeching breaks. And uh, I said, oh, that's so nice. Um, we're not going to be able to do that. But thank you so much. And you guys definitely should because I know that there are foodies. Like, we're just not foodies. Like, I don't care about whatever chef makes my food. I'm like, as long as it's, like, not um, poisoned or full of MSG, like, we're good. I would like it to be clean, but I know it's not going to be because we're at a restaurant. So what am I supposed to do? Rock with the hormonal chicken. Like, that's all I can do, you know? understand that this is a frozen piece of salmon that they've heated up. Okay. You know, I've been to a bunch of Outbacks in my day. This is, this is where we are. I'm married to Wes Evans, guys. His favorite, his favorite restaurant is the Outback. So the Australian Outback, if you will. So, um, so I'm like, oh, that sounds so nice. Um, yeah, go ahead. I said, no need to include us. But you, you guys go ahead. That'll be, that'll be nice. And don't feel like we need to do everything together. Like, I want you guys to be able to have your time. We can have our time. Like, no pressure to, like, you know, entertain us or anything all the time. And she's like, okay, well, I'll just keep the reservation for four just in case. And like, no, we're not going. <laughs> no, it's, like, actually not happening. We're not going. Wes and I barely sit through a one-course dinner um, with, you know, that sort of attention span, let alone a seven-course. There's there's no, let me tell you, I I don't mean to generalize, but I'm guaranteeing you that unless I'm in Paris, I'm not going to give a shit about the food that a chef in Mexico makes, okay? Especially at a Hilton in Cancun. I'm out. Um... I, there, there's no, there's literally no amount of bribing you could give me. It's like, why would I do this when I could be watching Friends in my hotel bed? Or, you know, like taking a bubble bath. Um, That's genuinely how I feel. And I'm just not that into food tasting stuff. I tell my girlfriend about it. She's like, oh my God, that sounds so good. I'm like, 
Why? I feel like when you do those tasting menus, we've done them before, they're really expensive. You get small plates. You're kind of hungry the whole time, like not knowing how much you're going to get. And like, what I don't like about it is I don't know where I want to, um, you know, invest all my eating. Like, if I like this sort of, should I eat most of it? Or like, how much more is coming? Like, I like my food like a Thanksgiving dinner. I like to see it all in front of me. Take and pick exactly what I want and know exact portion, be able to control my own portions, aka overeat them. And then, you know, go to bed nice and bloated. I don't need to be, to have my food spaced out, part, but like getting one crumb at a time. No, 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 no. And by the way, if I get something different from you, because maybe the chef has like two different versions or something, and there's this version and that version, and then you're reaching over on my bite-sized plate for a bite of my, you know, tiny little freaking square of nutrients, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap your spoon away. I'm not proud of that, but that is the only child in me. We don't share food. And I've tried to get better about charcuterie boards. Charcuterie boards had changed it all for me because I was like, ah. You're going to seem like a real shrill if you don't start sharing with your charcuterie boards. What am I going to do? Order a charcuterie board just for myself? I have one girlfriend in particular who only likes to share food when we go out. She's like, why don't we just like share a couple sides? I'm like, I- I'm sorry, because I want a meal. Um, I don't know if we've met, but I'm a Taurus, and we like t- to indulge in things like simple pleasures. And one of the simple pleasures that I like is knowing how much I'm going to freaking have for dinner that night. So you know, call me, send me to fat camp, call me whatever you want. But um, I like to control my own portions. Okay, I don't want any variables in my portions. All that to say, I'll let you know if we go to the seven course meal, uh, which we very well, which we very well may. Um, But I said, cancel the reservation. And so anyway, so, (laughs) so then, so they went and did a tasting at this popular hotel, like just outside of town, and they stayed the night, and it, that was like that's a Michelin star restaurant, okay. And this one might be too, I though I doubt it, because again, I would like to reiterate that we're going to be at a Hilton. Um, and so, so they had a, a Michelin star. I'm like, okay, sure, fine. And and their one of their courses, they took photos of all of it, and so we saw it. And one of their courses was this dessert that looked like a I think it was an apple and then and then you oh wait I think it was a pear yeah, it was a pear and then you scoop into it and it's like a I don't know a mousse or something I don't know it's French okay I wouldn't know because I don't do things like this okay so then I see I'm looking at the hotel's Instagram which I've tried so hard not to do and then I totally blew it the other day I looked at the Instagram thinking how is this gonna be because I, I I'm normal I'm normally not a huge fan of the Hilton but here we go you know throwing shit to the wind if you will so I see that they have an apple that does the same thing. You, you scoop into it and it's like a couple different layers. And I have this terrible quality of just sending people things on Instagram without any explanation and just thinking that they can read my mind. And uh, so I send it to my girlfriend who we're going on the trip with thinking like she'll read my mind. And what I'm saying to her is, oh, this reminds me of your dis- dinner at the last place you went. And she's, (laughs) she responds, guess it's a good thing I kept that reservation for four people. And I love her. Like, she's so positive and so lovely and very inclusive. And so it's very thoughtful. And I'm like, oh, God, Lena, like, why do you not send an explanation with your shit? Well, like, what I meant to say was like, yo, bro, this reminded me of you. The end. No, no. I'm not saying I want to go to the (laughs) seventh course dinner. But now I feel like I want to go just to tell you guys about it and like tell you what happens because I feel like like watching Wes be trapped at a seven course meal, like entertaining just for me. So um, and I kind of want to know like how bad the food is or if it's good. Uh, Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised and maybe this will be a thing I start to do, though I doubt it. I'm like, have we met? I drink wine out of a box, okay? I don't need a special bottle. I don't need to feel fancy with the food I eat. I could eat out of a spork. You know, I say that it's not a glamorous side of me, but uh, but I am actually too glam to give a damn. That's what this is. I feel good enough 
in my ensemble that I could eat at a KFC and feel smashing. So uh, you, you, you understand. I'm sure some of you are exactly the same way. Okay. Well, with that said, it has been just a lovely time hanging out together. And I'm sorry I was so stuttery today, you guys. I, I don't know. Sometimes when I'm tired, it's hard to articulate myself and stammer, stutter. What are you going to do? Live with it. Um, I'm just, you know, over here working the corner. Um, okay, do me a favor and actually tell people to listen to this podcast and then hold hold their fingers to the phone and make them write me a five-star review because that is how I get the visibility hose. There are people already knocking off great ideas that I had in my mind um, and for other podcasts. And if they start getting more followers than me, you guys, it's not going to be pretty for you. Uh, I'm also wondering, like, should I have a separate Instagram for the podcast? I don't think so. I feel like I kind of like that it's all together with my personal, but let me know if you have a different opinion. Also, I joined, I started a Facebook group for the podcast because some of my following is geriatric, and I thought they would want to know when a new episode is out, and as you know, they communicate on the Facebook, so that's what I did. But feel free to join the group. It would be good for my numbers. Um... And you can also say things you liked about the episode in the group. Like, I'd love to get a discussion popping. Would it kill you to say something kind or say something that made you laugh? It actually helps me know what you think's funny so I can sort of create a bit of a routine around that. Alrighty. Well, uh, arrivederci, as they say. I think they say that in Mexico, right? What do you say? What do you say goodbye? Adios? Yeah, adios. Three years of Spanish. That one over at um, adios, uh, five-star review, share, like, rate, review, love you so much.